We're back on this episode. We're reviewing the whole new world or the somewhat familiar world of Disney's new live action Aladdin. I'm Philip. I'm Becca. And I'm Jeff. And you're listening to PV and J at the movies. All right, well, we are back after a brief hiatus, and tonight we are reviewing Disney's new live action Aladdin. And we have a guest in our fourth chair tonight, Aladdin fanboy, Clark. Glad to be here. Welcome, Clark. So let's start with our first thoughts of Aladdin. What did people think? Much better than I thought it was going to be. I think Jeff said the same thing. Just from the trailer, I didn't really have high hopes. I thought, did we ask for this? No. But I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was fun. Made me very nostalgic for the original. Even got a little teary-eyed at the end. Uh, so it gets a thumbs up from me. I definitely agree. I thought the trailer looked terrible. I was not excited about this, but I enjoyed myself. Um, there were a few hiccups, but overall I thought it was a very great, enjoyable movie. Yeah, once I saw Will Smith in blue at the, on the Super Bowl commercial, I thought this is gonna be a train wreck. And uh, once you get past that, and uh, the fact that it's got this really big Broadway musical feel, if you can just immerse yourself and the rest of it, it's actually an okay feel. I, I agree with Becca. I felt it was very nostalgic. Um, and none of the whole point is none of these live action Disney remakes are necessary. Um, we didn't ask for them, but we get them. <laughs> and all these remakes that they do, my, my thinking is if you like the original, you're gonna like the remake. Um, so mm -hmm. I think um, they did a good job. Um, few minor changes and stuff, but overall, I really I really liked it. Okay, so obviously we can't talk about this version without comparing it to the 1992 original animated version. So does anyone want to sh briefly share memories they have of the original release? I'll start and say I've never seen the 1992 Ooh. version. What? Um, which I think makes me... <laughs> A little bit unique in this situation. I've seen clips, but I've never seen the whole thing. Yes, this is actually our first time hearing that. Otherwise, Jeff wouldn't have been invited to this <laughs> recording. But I think it gives me a unique perspective. Yeah, it does, for sure. Well, I had every intention of rewatching the original before this one, and I didn't. So I was a little hazy on some of the details. I kept leaning over to Clark during the movie and asking... Did this happen in the original? Um, because as was mentioned in the intro, Clark uh, is an Aladdin aficionado. <laughs> um, he was a little obsessed. He's even dressed as Jafar for Halloween before. I still have all three movies, the trilogy. <laughs> okay, we're, we are not gonna mention the direct-to-video sequels. I don't need to know that. Wow. Um, but there were some things, especially the music, obviously, that really, took me back and I thought that um, they were gonna, I, I thought of all the things in the original, the hardest that was going to be to translate was going to be Robin Williams as the genie. And I thought there's no way you can ever try to recreate that. But what they did with Will Smith, I thought really worked 
for this movie. I noticed a lot of original jokes that Robin Williams made in the first Aladdin that Will Smith did. There's just little things like that. So I actually remember my mom taking me and my siblings um, Thanksgiving weekend. I guess I was oh. five and we were huge Disney fans. So we were we were first in line to see this when it first came out and had Aladdin birthday party and costume to follow and the whole thing. So this is probably my favorite Disney, original Disney movie. So I had obviously personal connection going into it. Anyway, I was... I was pleased with, with what they did with it. All right, so we're gonna talk a little bit about things that stood out to us, things that we liked, or maybe little minor changes they made that we liked. I'll say I really liked the opening sequence. At first, um, it opens with a ship, and I was like, am I in Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> or this new Aladdin? Um, but it all ties back in the end, and it was great. And so I liked um, the opening sequence where they really just show every character in this opening montage. Um, and there's a, there's a shot where you see the Cave of Wonders, and you just see Jafar's silhouette. And I was just like, ooh. I was like, this is good. And I liked how the Cave of Wonders was like very cave-like. It wasn't just sand in the desert. Mm -hmm. um, it's, so it had a much more kind of primal and kind of rustic feel. And I liked that a lot. Um, and I'm speaking of Jafar, I like that we get a little bit of a backstory, just a brief mention of his rise to power, how he was a common thief, much like Aladdin. And I also like that Aladdin mentioned his parents, because in the original we got no mention of that, and that Jasmine mentioned her mom, and the reason why her dad was so protective of her. Her mom had been murdered in the city of Agrabah, and anyway, so those were some things I liked that I felt dove a little deeper um, than the original. We got a little more backstory on. I was concerned, because I have seen clips of the original and I was concerned about Will Smith playing that character and I think he did a great job so I think that was a surprise I don't know if it was a good change but it was a surprise for me I agree with Philip I appreciate the character development mm -hmm. so that is one thing that we didn't get out of the original version is how these characters get to where they are and <clears throat> so I appreciate that part the biggest thing that I took away from this that worked well for me <clears throat> is how just I, I liked how they changed it at the end where for Jasmine and Aladdin to get together uh, the law has to change and so in the original when the Sultan just changes the law and says okay Jasmine now you can marry whoever you want instead he takes the ring off his finger and gives it to Jasmine and says I'm gonna make you the Sultan now and you can change the law she does and then they get married and that, on top of the speechless song and everything else, I just appreciate how they, <clears throat> you know, I think Disney does a really good job of inspiring uh, people of all ages, and that was, that was something that really worked for me. I think they updated the story for 2019. For sure, yeah. And I think they've done that in some of their other films as well. I know not everyone saw Dumbo. I saw Dumbo and really enjoyed it, and they updated certain parts of that film as well. So in the original, the Sultan is just this little round man who is very uh, ditzy and, you know. And so in this movie, even though the actor who portrayed him was not the best actor, he was smart and actually came across like a real, you know, ruler. So I appreciated that. 
to add to or in agreement with what Clark said, I I do appreciate that they changed the ending so that, you know, Jasmine becomes the ruler of the city and um I just as a woman I appreciated that, you know. Yeah. And um also one thing I really loved that they updated was all of the choreography. I just wanted to jump in and just dance along with them. <laughs> it was super fun, I <laughs> yeah. thought. Yeah. Um so I liked that. Um yeah, I just I thought that was fun. Fun addition. So I thought the genie, the genie's humor, the genie's presence was just enough. They didn't try to replicate Robin Williams. Um, if you go back and watch the original, um, which I've done many times, but it's a study in 90s pop culture if you watch the original. And every 30 seconds, he's bursting into a different character, a different voice. Um, so I thought they didn't go crazy in this version. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this ages because I felt like there was not a lot of 2019 references. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought that it was was just enough. They didn't overkill um, on the genie, but he was there for some comedic relief. And really picking up where um, in the original, I felt like Iago was kind of secondary to the genie as far as the comedic relief, even though he was kind of the, the villain sidekick. Um, in this version, you get a real-life parrot that really just repeats a few phrases. Um, so he was not really doing much for the for the comedy um, in this version. I also liked the addition of Dahlia, the yes. handmaiden. New character. Yes, played by Nassim Pedrad from SNL. I thought she um, was a fun comic relief and... Um, gave Jasmine a friend in this movie and getting advice from. Uh, so I, I enjoyed the addition of her. She was my favorite part, and I haven't seen the original, so I didn't know she wasn't in the original. Yeah, she's new. But she was my favorite part of this film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was a good... I thought she was she was funny and, and a good, a good um, addition there. So what, what are some things that maybe missed the mark for you, some things you missed that were in the original, or some changes they made that you were just kind of like... The casting of Jafar. And I've yes. not seen the whole film, but yeah. I've seen clips. But That's my main one. Jafar did seem weak. I know growing up, like, he was like the ultimate Disney villain. Like, he was just pure evil. Um, and this, he came across just a little more just nah. power hungry like Why? maybe he would be better off in like some political Why? thriller where he's trying to like become president <laughs> or something um i like that he was younger i thought that was an interesting take um but he overall came across weak to me he came across whiny to me he was and his voice was too high i don't know he had just kind of like a weak, yeah like a weak soft yeah. voice like the Jafar that I know had like a I don't know looked evil 
I I really miss Jafar turning into a snake in the original. That's yes. like the last step before Did you he see becomes that snake genie. fountain that he was sitting yes. standing in. I was like, okay, they're gonna somehow he's gonna look behind him, see that snake fountain, yes. and, turn, and that didn't happen. That was one one piece I missed because you just saw this rapid progression from he went from sultan to sorcerer, then he's a snake. Like it was just like it keeps getting worse, and so I did miss that, and. I'm, um, and I was ready version. for him to be red. But he wasn't a red genie. He was just a big Yeah, that really bothered Jafar. <clears throat> so we briefly talked about Jafar and how we felt they kind of missed the mark on him. What about the other cast, um, the other cast members? And we also have Guy Ritchie directing it. Um, what are people's thoughts? I will say nothing about this movie like reminded me of Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Like if... If you had not told me that it was a Guy Ritchie movie, I never would have known that. So I was kind of hoping to see some of his trademark direct director things in there, and I never saw those. I don't really know what I'm referring to, though, but... At the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if Disney had a lot of say-so in how he directed Well, that that's movie. true. They're very controlling. I thought the acting was okay. Yeah. Um... I really liked their choice for Aladdin and Jasmine. I thought those yeah, were, were I the thought best. Um, they definitely... Well, yeah. I, I thought that that was good. I just... Well, which that kind of leads us into the singing and the songs. Um, I thought it was refreshing coming off of Beauty and the Beast, which felt very um, overproduced, almost auto-tuned sounding on the singing. Um, this was very fresh that just felt... They had good voices, but it was not over the top. Um, I felt like Jasmine was probably the strongest vocal mm -hmm, um, in this sure. version. But I, I really liked the music. I liked that for the classic songs that we know and love, I liked that they put kind of like a 2019 spin on it with some more drum beats mm -hmm. and, you know, slower tempos or... Um, I, I really enjoyed that so that it wasn't just like a complete remake yeah. of the songs. I loved A Whole New World. That was probably my favorite. It just had a very dreamlike feel to mm -hmm. it. Did you notice they had the same camera angles and scenes in the yes. very original? Like when they go through the, down the water. Yes. And, and it, was a, it was like a direct copy. Which I'm not sure how there was a waterfall out in the desert. Me. Well, so this is a little different in that they made Agrabah like this major like port city i right, guess like yeah. on the water yeah um which was which very I thought worked. yeah it did work i think the singing was really good um speaking of the magic carpet i liked how they interpreted that with the cgi mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i thought that was like really good yeah character mm -hmm. um how he had it when he would clap his yeah tassels would which hit. if you do watch the original jeff <laughs> uh in the original the carpet is very much a character like yes. he's very um so animated like, so but, it sounds like they got that right yeah right. yeah they did yeah. it looks like a real rug but uh but he had a personality yeah he has a personality and he and abu kind of have this yeah and the original and uh carpet and abu they had more of a relationship yeah. which would which made it more comical but they didn't really have a relationship i felt like abu's one. character and raja both the animal friends kind of had smaller parts in this one mm -hmm. yeah. um i thought the cgi with the animals was pretty good Mm -hmm. The tiger, especially. The tiger, Raja, for sure. Yeah. Um, Abu, you know, 
the best that they could do. <laughs> yeah. So. So Jeff was going to mention a little bit about um, Oscar buzz. We wouldn't maybe think that we would talk about that for this film, but the original did very well. So the original was nominated for five Oscars, won two of them. So it won score and best original song for A Whole New World. It was also nominated for best original song um, for Friend Like Me and then sound mixing and sound editing. Um, I think this one has shots definitely in production design, costume, visual effects, and then they're going to push song. Oh, Speechless. Because that's the only Which, new song. The, the only, only eligible. Yeah, that's the only new one in Which helps me film. realize that's probably the only reason they put that in there. Is that try and win an Oscar, you think? I don't think so. I don't think it's no. the only reason they put it in there. I think some of it is because they gave Jasmine a larger yeah. role. She yeah. needed a solo. She needed a song to have that larger role. Um, but they did very definitely are going to push that, I think, in Best Original Song. I think being a fan of the original, it didn't quite fit, fit as well. Um, I see what they were trying to do, give Jasmine kind of a platform. I've heard even some people say they should have made this whole movie just called Jasmine, kind of like a Maleficent spin where it's like told from her point of view, um, which honestly I feel like she had almost a bigger part than Aladdin in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that kind of goes back to making it 2019. Um, so anyway, that's interesting um, to hear people say could have just been a movie called Jasmine, mm-hmm. um, told from her point of view. But I thought the song fit the need for her and this kind of developed um, storyline she had, more developed storyline she had, I felt like it it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not the best song ever, but... I will definitely say I liked how they filmed that, where they had the different characters disappear. Mm-hmm. I thought that was at least interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. So what it's doing is it's showing how she made the decision to not be just seen, but to be heard, which is something that they mentioned. It's a courage song. Yeah, it's her making the decision to not be speechless. Which, to Philip's point, it makes more sense if this had been a film about Jasmine. Yeah. Because that is a lot of storyline to fit into one movie about how Jasmine gets the courage, but then there's also this love story. I don't know. The one, the one part in that that felt a little off was um, the guard character Hakeem, who Clark he was in the original, and he was chasing Aladdin in the streets. Yes. when he was singing one hit with the yeah song, but I just didn't didn't he maybe didn't even have a name, but yeah. like all of a sudden like the whole throne room like we stop and like we're supposed to care about Hakeem. Yeah, I just felt that was a bit of a yeah. stretch. I was like, who even is this? Like. That right, was, right. That was one thing that just felt a little off for I me. I agree with that. But like she turned around and she said, Hakeem. <laughs> and I was like, what? Who's, Who's Hakeem? Yeah. Maybe that should have been the name of the movie. So critics have not loved this movie. Um, but fifty nine percent rotten tomatoes. Yeah. What are they what is the biggest complaint? I think people think unnecessary, which, as we already said, none of these are necessary. The audience rating, the audience score is, like, off the charts. So I, 
that brings me to I think that this was not Jeff aside because he hadn't seen the original is almost a supplement to the 92 original animated like this would have never worked as a standalone film but uh, whereas like maybe live action Jungle Book something like that could have stood on its own without the original um, this one to me doesn't really have legs without a love for the original Well, that is a wrap on our episode of Aladdin. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, you're listening to PB&J at the Movies.